Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans. Celebrate with Tequila Embajador. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. And on today's show, we're going to recap the national championship game against the Gonzaga Zags and the Bears of Baylor. Uh, also got some BKG, Vegas Golden Knights updates, uh, post-game interviews, and actually interview after practice today, getting ready tomorrow for St. Louis. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights coming off of a 6-1 victory over St. Louis. They have St. Louis's number. Uh, just got to get that turned around so they can do that to the Minnesota Wild and the Chicago, uh, or not the Chicago, the uh, Denver Avalanche. Uh, so we're going to start off with number one. If you're in town on April 16th, that's a Friday, FanFest presenting the Backyard Stadium. And this is an event that's going to run from 12 to 7. Uh, $20 donation appreciated at the uh, entry for Chefs for Kids. And we are going to be hosting the Demon Rum Bikini Contest. The winner of that contest will represent Demon Rum at the NFL Hall of Fame induction in Canton, Ohio, this coming August 2021. So first place will win $1,000. Second place, $350. Third place, $250. We got some celebrity guests showing up. Uh, Barbara Moore from Baywatch TV and the 1992 Playmate. Uh Sharon Winters, iconic cat girl from the Batman television series. A lot of you aren't old enough to remember that. I am. Uh, and a film actress. Bob Golick, defensive tackle for the L.A. Raiders and also a radio personality in the Cleveland area. Bob's a great guy. I had him on the show. Uh, Greg Townsend, Super Bowl champ and all-time sack leader for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um and Willie Galt, Super Bowl champion of the Oakland Raiders and L.A. Raiders. And an Olympic athlete. He made the Olympic bobsled team. And Willie has a number of uh, track records uh, that he still holds uh, to this date for the University of Tennessee. So if you get a chance, Fan Fest Las Vegas presented by Double Cross Vodka, Demon Rum, Embajador Tequila, Modelo and Corona, Modelo Especial. So if you get a chance and you're in Vegas on that Friday, come down to the mansion, Mansion 54 on 4th Street in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, it's going to be some fun. We're going to have Greg Townsend there. We're going to uh, be doing a live broadcast from the mansion on that date, and there will be plenty of women for the Demon Rum Bikini Contest. So uh, just want to get that out there. For all you listeners. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break. 
Now, let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. So, welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Oh, championship game last night. The Baylor Bears coming out on top. 86-70. Wasn't even that close, people. Uh, against Gonzaga. And talked to a lot of people today. And having coached at the Division One level for a number of years, coaching men and women, I think the UCLA game just took a ton out of Gonzaga and they were never able to recover from that. And then also Baylor just punched Gonzaga right in the mouth at the jump ball. Uh, they basically get, get rolling and started off strong and it took Gonzaga time to kind of recuperate and get going. But I think the damage is already done. So um, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what other people are thinking about that. I want to see what the ratings for that game are going to be um, because I think the UCLA game will have a higher rating uh, than this game here because basically this game was over early on, early on. So uh, congratulations to the Baylor Bears and Gonzaga for their run. Uh, Gonzaga tried to do the, what everyone's saying is almost impossible, finishing the season with a national championship undefeated. So the 1976 Indiana Hoosiers were the last to do it. Uh, I was around in 91 when UNLV was 31-0 coming into the semifinals and got dumped by Duke, a team that had beat, they had beaten the year before uh, handily, handily for the national championship. And uh, we all know what happened with that. But, again, Baylor 86, Gonzaga 70, and... Uh, the other interesting thing here is that this is from the Review Journal, uh, Jim Barnes reporting. Uh, Baylor's victory brings mixed results for books. So some of the books were good. Um, some of the books were not so good with Baylor winning. So um, Circa Sportsbook Director Matt Metcalf said Baylor winning outright was the best result for the house. But MGM Resorts Director of Trading, Jeff Stoneback said it was the worst. Not good, Stoneback said via text message. Baylor in under was worst scenario. Decent size lost. Uh, bet MGM confirmed taking a $330,000 bet to win $300,000 on Baylor at plus four and a half. $300,000 to win four ninety five on Baylor at plus one sixty five on the money line. Uh, the book also took opposing bets of three thirty to win in three hundred. On over and under, 159 and a half. Um, William Hill Sportsbook Director Nick Bogdanovich said the book was a small loser on the game, but one on futures. Gonzaga was 10-1 favor before the season started. Bader was a 14-1 second choice. The tournament started. Gonzaga was plus 175 favorite at the Westgate, and Baylor was the third choice at 8-1. to one. Uh, Sunset Station Sportsbook Director Chuck Esposito said Baylor's win was a solid result for the house, made better by the game, staying under. Station Casino also did well in futures and won on the first half when Baylor cashed in easily while taking a 47-37 lead. Extremely strong handle, Esposito said via text message. Um, So, Las Vegas Sportsbook, some did well, some took it on the chin just like Gonzaga did. You're listening to the Coach's Quarter on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. 
Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford $99, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. It is night's time. So nice coming off of a 6-1 thrashing of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, first return game for Alex Petrangelo. Uh, he was injured the last time that they had uh, ventured to St. Louis. Uh, so the Knights just went absolutely nuts in the second period. Uh, they had a franchise record 15 players record at least one points. Uh, the Knights on a three-game losing streak. So they ended that skin in convincing fashion. Um, so we've got Coach Pete DeBoer talking about the game against St. Louis and what he thought of it. Uh, and this is from the post-game interview, courtesy of the Knights Network. Pete, so much of the message coming into this game was to get pucks and bodies to the net, bear down on chances. How much did the group really have that message resonate with them to deliver this win? Yeah, well, you know, we needed to, to score some goals. I think after the last couple of games, uh, you know, there was some frustration and, uh, you know, we wanted to get rewarded for, for going to those areas. And, you know, I, I think it was a perfect game for that, especially the first couple of goals, screens in front and tips. Um, so, you know, that's got to become part of our DNA every night as a team, uh, especially this time of year. Next we'll go to Ben Goats. Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Pete. You had two goals from Alec Martinez tonight, one from Nick Hag. It's just, what's the feeling like on the bench when all three defensive pairs, you know, not just your forward lines, are generating looks and offense? Yeah. Well, usually that, that for me, is, a, is an indicator of how our offensive game is going because, uh, you know, typically those, those defensemen aren't scoring off the rush. It, it's off ozone play, which means that uh, – you know, we're in the other team's end and we're controlling the puck and, and we're, uh, we're putting pressure on them offensively, <clears> and, uh, you know, in more of that half-court game. So, um, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, defensemen and, and creating offense for us is a big part of our, our game. And, you know, it is on the rush too, but uh, it's nice when those guys get on the board in the offensive zone like that. Next question tonight goes to Justin Emerson, the Las Vegas F. Joseph. Hey, Pete, when you're uh, losing a couple of games at home, puck's not going in the net, is there something to be said about just kind of getting on the road and allowing your group to kind of mentally reset? 
<clears throat> for sure. I, I think we, we had a good meeting today. We just talked about uh, relaxing a little bit. There's 20 games left. We're, we're in a good spot, and we just need to, to keep the good things that we're doing and, uh, you know, and, and, and fix some of the things that we weren't doing real well. So, um, you know, I thought the group uh, came out real committed tonight, and we got rewarded for that. Time for a few more tonight with Pete DeBoer. Next question comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, David. Hi, Pete. A couple of the guys mentioned that maybe that wasn't the best first five minutes, but how big was Robin and some of the early saves that he made just kind of setting you guys up for what eventually happened? Yeah, it's a good point. You know, I, we, we weren't great in the first probably 10 minutes. Uh, I, I thought we gave him a lot of room, a lot of rush. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, they had us on our heels, uh, you know, pretty consistently for the first seven or eight shifts of the game. So, yeah, we needed a couple big saves early from him, and he was real solid, you know, I thought, uh, for, for all 60 minutes for us. Time for two final questions tonight. Next we go to Danny Webster, NHL.com. If you kind of uh, bouncing off of that, more specifically since Robin's come back, can you kind of expand on the boost he's given the group since he's gotten back into the lineup? I think it's 4 and one since he's gotten yeah. back. Well, we needed him back. We relied on Flower for, for you know, a, a real run in there of, of 17, 18 games. And, uh, you know, we, we talked at the beginning of the year we were going to need two goalies. You look around the league, the teams that are having success all have two goalies uh, going. So it, it was nice to have him back. It was nice to have him back energized. And, um, you know, he, he's come back. The work he put in, to get back, I think, uh, you know, has really set him up for success because he, he practiced really well and, uh, you know, came back and, and I think has looked as good as he's ever looked here uh, recently. Final question today comes from Brian Blessing, the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Right. Basically, back to getting shots through and going to the net, uh, the other team obviously has something to say about that, but is this the kind of effort you get the video crew and you start slicing this up and put it on a loop and show it to the guys over and over? I mean, they know you got to go to the net. They they know the drill, but are these the kind of uh, things that you can reinforce down the road? Sure. I mean, we'll show it to them, but I, but I think the the, the best uh, motivation for doing it is, you know, the, the point. You, you walk out of tonight with, a goal or, or a couple points or a goal and an assist, uh, you know, that, that's always the best motivator. So I, I think, uh, you know, we don't, we don't need a lot more than that. It was great to get rewarded for, for doing it. Thanks, Pete. Thanks. So that was Coach Pete DeVore, head coach of the Vegas Gold Knights, talking about their victory, 6-1 victory over the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis. They will play again tomorrow. And Ryan Reeves back in the lineup. I think it makes a big difference when he's in the lineup. So um, going to be interesting to see what happens from this point forward with Ryan Reeves. Uh, he had a lower body injury but played and mixed it up a little bit with some of the uh, guys from St. Louis there. So, again, Vegas Golden Knights ending the three-game losing streak. Uh, Robin Lerner in goal got the win. So they will play again tomorrow night in St. Louis for venturing back to Las Vegas for a couple games there. So 
You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. It's stone crab season at the Casablanca up in Mesquite, Nevada, and here's Tom Jerryone talking about stone crab at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. Tom Jerryone, he is the corporate general manager and also oversees food and beverage at the Casablanca, and they have an unbelievable gourmet room up there called Catherine. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it is now stone crab season, correct? Stone crabs are in until mid-May. They start mid-October and they go to mid-May. And, and we have them flown in all the time. I, I know firsthand, and I, as I told you off the air, I, I've i never had anything as wonderful as the stone crab that I had up at the Casablanca. We have a really good resource in Florida, and... Uh, we are really good about taking good care of our purveyors, and they take really good care of us. And I think I don't think there's anybody in the state of Nevada that gets more stone crab than me. I mean, we go through a lot. Yeah, and the I, people love them. They call up and they ask for me get the stone crabs in. I said yes. But sometimes, <laughs> if they're not in season, sometimes they run bad or they're not running good. We sometimes we don't have them, but for ninety-five percent of the time, we do have them. Yeah, and it, they are off the chart. And, and Catherine's just a, is just an outstanding gourmet room. It's just on. I mean, if it were if it were in town here, if it were in Vegas, you could you eat, would never be able to get in. Well, you could you'd never be able to get in. But I'm I'm basically going to say you could double or triple your prices, and you still would never never be able to get in. Right, and that's not what we do there. I mean, we keep our we keep our prices very low. Oh, your and, prices are great. Your prices are great. Even all we have a phenomenal wine list. There's no triple markups, double markups. That's not even heard of. We keep it. We keep our great bottles of wine for a great price. We have the greatest food at a great price. I mean, some of the you know we're not really in the restaurant business. We want people to come out and have a great time. And the Catherine, it's 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 like Vegas used to be. It's like years ago, <laughs> the old gourmet rooms, and they take great care of their customers. And if, if for those who never had stone crab, the only way to best describe a stone crab is lobster times three. So if you like lobster, three times it is what you're going to experience with the stone crab. With the mustard sauce or the cocktail sauce, whichever way you like them, they're just delicious. I mean, and they're they're super fresh. They come in all the time. We have a, we have like I said, we have a great relationship with our with our fishmongers in Florida, and they they love us. They take good care of us, and we get the first ones out. Right. No one gets them before us. Well, I can speak firsthand. I mean, I've, I've never had stone crab before, and when I came up and had it, I got to, I had an 8-ounce claw, which was ridiculous right. to yeah. begin with, okay? Yeah, the super titans, when they come in, we get them. Yeah, and, and that mustard sauce with them, and as you said before, I mean, you want to talk about something that's, that's rich, but you, you could eat it all day long. That's how good it is. Yeah. Yeah, they are they are really really good. And, you know now now that we we open at four p.m. Right. We have you know we have a lot of our customers that come in from different areas. So from St. George or from Vegas, they drive in. So we open at four p.m. now, and it's done really well. And you know now that you know we're, reservations are required. Right. Which, you know we're at twenty five percent capacity. Sure. For the next you know probably for the next couple months until this uh, mandate comes over. So we open at four. So we have our little seatings at four, six, or eight. So. There's plenty of time for people to still come in and enjoy it. I mean, all our steaks, all our prime, are all prime meats. It gets in from stockyards out of Chicago. 
even a prime rib is prime. I mean, our <laughs> lamb is Colorado lamb chops. I mean, we spec all the ingredients. We spec the lemons, the butter, the wine, the produce. I mean, we get exactly what we want for that restaurant. And there's, and and the, thank God I have an owner that you know just lets he wants things to be right. Yes, he's not worried about the price or the budget of it. Well, he says, "No, I want the finest ingredients that we can get." You know, with it within reason, of course. You know. But, and, and we do a phenomenal job there. It's a, it's a great restaurant. We have some Italian dishes on there. There's some steakhouse dishes on there. There's some pastas. There's cioppino. So it's a little bit of everything. You could easily go to this restaurant three nights in a row and have a great meal at three different types of dinners. Exactly. And you could you go to the Open Table app also and make your reservations. Or you can call 702-346-6846 to make your reservations. And reservations are required. And I'm going to tell you what, if you ever get a chance and you want the best stone crab in Nevada, not even close, maybe on the West Coast, you got to go up to Catherine's at the uh, Casablanca Hotel and Casino, flown in fresh daily. Uh, the people there do an outstanding job of serving you. And as you said, everything is first class. And the pricing is very, very economical, very economical pricing. We have even our pastries. I mean, we have Grand Marnier soufflés. We do we do table side banana saucers, cherries jubilee. We have Cafe Diablo for desserts. We have some of the some of the best cakes. I got one of the best pastry chefs in Vegas. We have our our cakes driven out just for the desserts in <laughs> that restaurant. Well, I got to make a reservation because I'm getting hungry right now, man. Um, it, it, it's like I said, this, we've been talking with Tom. From the Casablanca Hotel and Casino, he's the corporate general manager, also overseeing food and beverage at Catherine's Steakhouse, the gourmet room. And I I don't use that term lightly. It is a gourmet room up in Mesquite, Nevada. So, Tom, I want to thank you. I want to have our our listeners, if they're going up past Vegas, you got to stop in at Casablanca, but you need to make reservations. Uh, you, You will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. If you're passing through, plan your trip so your time works out for you, so you can at least have a great meal to or from your destination. Yes, I mean they've got great food even in in, in the uh, in the regular restaurant, the daily restaurant. Well, better also. yet, better yet, spend the night, have a great dinner. There you go, there you go. We'll get you a good room rate. Tom, I want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Great talking to you. Okay. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, and we are an affiliate radio station of the Vegas Gold Knights, so tomorrow our show will be moved around the night schedule, uh, playing in St. Louis, 
So but you can catch all the night's games on the highway radio stations, 949-969, when you're traveling to and from Las Vegas and uh, on Interstate 15. So we've got Pete DeBoer after their practice session today, their skate around, not really a practice session. So we're going to bring that to you there. And then we've got some interesting UNLV news to follow up with. Justin. Good morning, Pete. Uh, George and Kelly have never been shy about making big moves ahead of the trade deadline. Uh, that's on Monday, obviously. So I guess what are you expecting? What are you hoping for uh, ahead of Monday? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, you know, their commitment to pursuing a Stanley Cup, I, I think, can never be questioned. Um, you know, the reality is, 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 uh, it's not just wanting to do something. It's having the ability to do something in this environment with the cap and all those other factors. So, um, you know, I, I think I've said this before. I really like our group. I don't think there's a coach on the face of the earth that doesn't feel that, uh, um, they could be better, where there could be an addition personnel-wise that could make them better. At the same point, if, if we go into the playoffs with this group, uh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable that uh, we're going to be able to compete with anybody. This question for Pete goes to Jesse Granger, the athletic. Hey, Jesse. Good morning, Pete. Um, last night was a pretty complete performance. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the film not or not, but I'm wondering after some time to digest, maybe what was your favorite part or what stuck out to you as the most impressive part about last night? <clears throat> Well, you know, it, it, it's funny, but, uh, you know, when you look at the en- entirety of the game, you know, you could argue that uh, we probably won the second Minnesota game. We, we, we arguably played a better game for 60 minutes. I thought, I thought the first uh, 10 minutes of the game last night, uh, you know, we were, we were flat and really on our heels, gave them a lot of room. Uh, Robin was great. Um, what I did like about it that we didn't do against Minnesota was we cashed in on the opportunities we got, and that was a direct result on a lot of them of of going to the tough areas. Uh, we had screens on shots and tips, and um, you know plays around the net. Uh, you know, so our ability to and our willingness to go there, uh, we got rewarded for that. And then you know the third period, it's six one. You kind of throw it out, but. Um, you know, there was a lot of good stuff, but it but it was far from perfect. And and uh, this is a league where you know you don't have to play perfect every night to win. Sometimes you just have to you know work in the right uh, in the right way. And I thought we did a better job of that than we did against Minnesota. Next question comes from Ben Goats, the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey Ben. Hi Pete. You touched on a little bit yesterday, but what does having Chandler Stevenson eligible? again, do for your lineup, both in terms of his impact and kind of the domino effect it has on the rest of the forward group? Yeah, you know, tough guy to replace. And I think I said this before, I think you don't really appreciate all the things he does for your group until he's out of the lineup. And uh, I think we've seen that the last three, four games. I think uh, uh, that line with Stone and Pacioretty is, is obviously more dangerous with him there they have a chemistry you know he brings an element to that line uh, with his speed that creates room for those guys so um, you know makes us a better team and and, and he chips in on the penalty kill and he chips in on the power play and 
you know, he takes face off. So he, he, his, uh, his uh, ability to affect all kinds of parts of our game are, are important. Time for a few more today with Pete DeBoer. Next we go to Vince Sapienza, Channel 5, Las Vegas. Hey, Vince. Hey, Pete. Yesterday you were talking about how, you know, your group was finding uh, some struggles putting the puck in the back of the net. But it seems every time you guys play the Blues, scoring never seems to be an, op an issue. Is there a certain part of the matchup that, that allows your team to just fill the back of the net? Or is it just one of those things where it's a circumstance at the time and place and it's not so much the team? Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't, I, I think there is something to, uh, you know, you have, uh, you play well against certain teams, you match up well uh, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, when you look at our record against Minnesota over not just this season, but a, a long stretch, that's a tough matchup for us. And, uh, and usually it's because, uh, we haven't scored uh, a lot against them. So, um, you know, I, I don't know the reason for that, but, uh, you know, that's a block we definitely have to get by. Next we'll go to David Shane, the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Uh, even when he was pumping in, like, 40 goals, the, the maybe the knock on William Carlson was the face-off circle. And this year he's at, like, 55%. From the coaching perspective, is was that an emphasis from you guys with him? Uh, have you noticed anything different technique-wise or, or things that, that he's done to make himself better in that area? For sure. We we uh, we knew when we traded uh, Paul Stasny that uh, our face-off, uh, we, we could face some face-off issues because uh, Staz was a real good face-off man. Um, and on a team that, you know, was an average face-off team to begin with. So, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a big challenge this summer and, and uh, as a coaching staff on, on how we're going to make sure that uh, that, uh, that doesn't uh, bury our group uh, from a face-off perspective. And I think, uh, you know, Ryan Craig's put in a lot of work with our centermen. I think we've, uh, our centermen have, We've gotten a lot of supported wins from our wingers uh, getting involved, um, which is which has helped the group. You know, not not just William, but uh, I think our group has been. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised uh, with uh, their numbers after after losing Styles. Final question for Pete today goes to Ken Volke, Sinbin, not Vegas. Hey, Ken, if you kind of want to stay along those same lines, how important are wingers in that? Yeah, critical. I mean, you know, we have a supported win category that we track, and, and that's been a huge part of our uh, success this year. And, and you know what, people, people can't underestimate the importance of starting with the puck on shifts, um, especially come playoff time. So, uh, you know, it's something that we've got to continue to get better at. We're still not great, but, you know, we're, we're better than I thought. Uh, we might be, and uh, we've got to continue to work at it. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. I'm curious, is, is there anything specific in terms of... Coach's Quarter continues. And here is that UNLV latest news. So uh, this is from Sam Gordon, our friend at the Review Journal. Uh, Rebels get forward third transfer from the Big 12. So uh, Kevin Kruger... 
announced that Victor Iwukador is leaving Oklahoma to play for the Rebels. He's going to be announced on Monday. Iwukador, uh, a sophomore, is the third player from the conference to commit to Coach Kevin Kruger's Rebel squad, joining West Virginia transfer Jordan McCabe and Texas big man Royce Ham. Um, Iukador, once a four-star high school prospect, averaged 2.9 points per game, 2.6 and 10.8 minutes for Oklahoma. Uh, he's bouncy, fluid forward, who's capable of guarding bigger, stronger players. He was recruited to Oklahoma by former, former Sooners assistant coach Carlin Hartman, who is now on UNLV staff. So Kevin Kruger picking up his third transfer from the Big 12 out of the portal. Uh, so we wish him the best for this coming year. Uh, he still has at least three, maybe four scholarships available to give. So you're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. <laughs> 